0: Hello, and welcome to Win Stupid Prizes, the show where we ask the questions that nobody thought were worth asking. I'm Eddie, and I'm joined today by the three sportiest people I know, and they are Bear.
1: Hi, I'm Bear, and I love sport.
0: Jamie.
2: Hello, I play sports every decade.
0: (laughs) And our judge this week is Alex.
2: Hello,
3: thank you for giving us your sports credentials.
0: It's a new year, but we're going back to the old, back with the episode one cast.
2: Oh yeah, I hadn't actually noticed that. (laughs) No, wow.
0: Anyway, the reason I mentioned your sporty credentials is because Judge Alex here, I believe, is on some important judge business.
3: Yes, I am representing the Federation Internationale de Football Association, or as people in England call it, FIFA. (laughs) As we all know, football is one of the most popular games in the world. Sure. So we've got a big dominant marking position, and we are constantly looking out for threats to that dominance. <laughs> We're currently seeing a lot of young people playing these esports like Fortnite. Dota, Cardfight Vanguard. So we're really (laughs) wanting to like up our game and get into that space a little bit more. Okay. So I've checked our bug tracker and we don't really have many big changes for our next balance patch. And it's also been like ages since we even bothered. So basically bringing this in, I just want as many pitches as you can for changes in the next football balance patch. And hopefully we can work something up together and get something really good to make the next best bit of football. Many pitches, I get it.
1: Wait, so you're from FIFA, right? Yep. How about I give you some cash? Is this
3: meeting being recorded? (laughs) Um, It has to, otherwise I don't know how the episode comes out. (laughs) Okay, um, meet me in a back alley tonight.
1: Yeah, but also some cash, right? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay, so Bears already won the episode.
1: (laughs)
0: All right, but let's throw out some ideas anyway. Let's actually
2: fix this game.
0: <laughs> it's the
3: beautiful game. It doesn't need fixing, right? That's oh, the wrong kind of bribery for FIFA. <laughs> Flattery. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's the best game. Goodbye. That was a great episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you.
2: <laughs> uh, so is this a, just a balance patch? Are we doing some bug fixes as well? I mean, if we got the dev time, we can put it in. Okay, so as a passionate fan of football who understands the history going really far back, ever since its origins in Tudor football. Jamie, name three football teams. Uh, Manchester United, Manchester City... And Jackie, Ch- no,
1: Jackie Chanchester, <laughs>
2: Jackie Chanchester, yeah, I probably, yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about football to dispute this.
2: So I'm aware that back when version 3.2 of the rules of the game were introduced, there were a few bugs that haven't been fixed since then, and I think that's really important to get the fans and the players and everyone like knowing that FIFA cares and they want to like make sure the game is is, is the best it can be. So bug fixes are really important.
3: Yeah, that's definitely the aims of the FIFA organisation right there.
2: Yes. So as I mentioned, there are these bugs introduced back in that version. Most importantly, for some unknown reason, it added player collision, and I don't understand (laughs) this. So we need to fix that. Players keep running into each other, getting hurt. And how are you even meant to get the ball off someone else if you can't get past them? So I think that's the first thing we have to fix.
0: That's such a significant bug. I think it's so ingrained into the way the game works now because they added a whole official just to deal with player collision. Yes. Like they introduced the whole yellow and red card system just because player collision was too difficult to patch out. That's a lot
3: of overheads. If we get rid of player collision... Yeah, looking at the bug tracker, it was a work... Workaround, but it is one of our most popular features. Hmm.
1: The thing is, if you didn't have player collision, you wouldn't have great moments like headbutting other players in the chest. But you (laughs) wouldn't have
2: to hire as many medics. You wouldn't have to have all of the time spent arguing over like whose fault certain things are. You get rid of a lot of faff around the game and allow you to have more of a pure experience. Sure. Like I understand if you want to keep it for the reasons that people have said, but it did irrevocably change the game when it was introduced. And I think the rugby
3: fork has really taken that and run with it. Yes. So maybe that's a good way to differentiate between the football fork and the rugby fork.
2: Yeah, get football back to the more pure skill-based thing and rugby back to the raw violence that it truly needs. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: manly men. Next patch for rugby adds weapons, weirdly.
3: <laughs> Does anyone else have any bugs that we want to put down on the tracker and make sure that we've got them notified before we move on to features? I can think of a couple of bugs, actually. Sure. The way I was thinking about tackling this
0: was... Hey, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, what's the biggest problem with the game at the moment? And it's not the corruption. It's not the racism. It's the low score lines. It's the boring nil-nils and one-nils that come out and make people lose interest.
1: Yeah, it is a slow game.
0: And I think there's a couple of bug fixes that I think were introduced as bugs but have since been adapted into the rules that we could fix and make the game much more exciting. Such as... One of the players currently has the ability to use their hands, which I assume was a bug based around the glove
3: implementation. Yeah, that seems like cheating. The goal man can pick up the ball. Glitch has been probably going against the spirit of football for quite a long time. Hmm. Because
0: there's a lot of times that the scores would be higher, but for the man that can use his hands. Yeah.
1: Ah, so now you've replaced his hands with feet? (laughs) <laughs> We're not
0: doing the more legs pitch.
1: <laughs> no more human hands in football.
0: <laughs> what if we had a footballer with human hands? <laughs> oh, the other bug come rule that I think that we could fix is the offside rule. Because again, I think that's probably a bug just by the way you introduced officials and linesmen but if we eliminated that, it would allow for much more positional variations. If the goal man can't use his hands either, there's going to be a lot more score, which is going to get people a lot more
2: excited. On the score note, have you considered multiplying all the scores by three?
3: Yeah, but that's derivative. Again, rugby did that, so we don't really want to go into that territory.
2: Yeah, fair point. Ten? (laughs) <laughs>
3: i do like 10 what if we included like a
0: zone within which inside that zone you score one point, and there's a slightly larger zone in which you score two points and anywhere hmm. outside of that you score three points yeah no that sounds quite good I do like that
1: yeah yeah that makes sense but you should also have targets inside the goal that move around and if you hit those you get bonus points when you score
0: what if instead though so if we're getting rid of the goal man hands but i think we should let everyone use their hands i think that would be an easier workaround
2: oh you just expand the glitch to everyone
0: yeah The problem is that if you can just grab the ball, it just becomes a game of rugby. So let's not do that. Let's make sure you have to like bounce the ball or something to make sure that you uh, can't just hold on to it the whole time. Sure. But then that'd be too easy to score. So maybe we'd have to make the goal like smaller. Let's make it like a small circle.
1: Yeah, put it higher up.
0: And higher up. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good idea. Put it higher up. You wouldn't be able to save it though, would you, if it was higher up? Because if they're just throwing it in from afar, that's not very interesting. But what if we made the goal horizontal? So you had to throw it in from the top.
2: Yeah.
1: And what if we replaced all players' hands with feet? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Real pushback from the clubs about any genetic engineering with replacing one body part with another. (laughs) Oh, that's unfortunate for one of my ideas later on. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is that the pitch, it's quite a muddy, dirty pitch. I think you probably have to replace the pitch. Yeah, put it inside on like a nice... On like a solid surface. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. And if we're moving it inside though, that's quite
0: a big space. So I think we need to make the pitch smaller. But if the pitch is smaller, there's too many players on the pitch. So I think something like five on the pitch at a time would probably be about right.
2: Yeah, like five people on each team on a smaller pitch fits inside like your average gymnasium so the kids can get into it when they're younger
0: yep they have to bounce the ball but they can use their hands
2: yeah and they're
0: gonna throw it into the goal from the top and they get points depending on how far away from the goal they are i
1: think yeah i think that's a good change yeah if you're fixing bugs there was a problem where for some reason they couldn't get the ball to work properly so they just left it at the one form they could get it
3: what ball form
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it wasn't originally going to be the ball. It was going to be the object. It was going to be called foot object.
2: Good old foot object, yeah.
1: And every time they do a kickoff, it was supposed to be a random shape and affected by random <laughs> physics, but they couldn't get that to work, so they just left it as a ball.
2: There is a completely different route you can go down here with different size balls, different shape balls, like Esbeth has randomising it every time there's a kickoff. Admittedly, you've mentioned the rugby fork, and I feel like the second most sort of doable shape for, like, doing the physics properly is probably the one being used in the rugby fork yeah the egg really is what's the thing it's not quite egg shaped it's pointy oval what about egg shape there's only a point on one side oh
0: actually an egg shape
2: really add some chaos to the situation in terms of how it bounces yeah we're gonna have to go away and do some physics
3: simulation on this one what if we also made it similar to an actual egg in that if you
0: kicked it too hard, it broke and reset to the middle? Oh, I like that, so yeah. <laughs> you have to actually be quite gentle when you score goals. And
2: <laughs> so we transfer the kind of soft padded goalkeeper's gloves to everyone's feet, and then they can softly kick the ball.
1: I know you said no genetic engineering i did (laughs) what now but i think each player should have a unique anime style power that can only activate under certain circumstances
3: only if they have to explain their power in excruciating detail as
1: they use it of course
2: yeah well there's a slightly different approach to that because you mentioned esports i did if instead of having a built-in power they draft a selection of abilities at the start of the game in the form of different champions or heroes that they're playing And you have a ban phase first, so that you, like, oh, I'm playing against this famous footballer who's really good at playing um, Gaiden the Fire Warrior, who can, like, kick the ball and make it turn on fire when he kicks it. And you're (laughs) like, oh, this person's really good at using that. So, you can like ban them out, and then you get a different game each time yeah. because of the different heroes that get through.
1: I see what you're saying about limiting, like, football is a game of a few good people, and I think that's a problem. It, it means it's not as accessible. It means it's only really open to the professional base. Even if you take it outside, yeah, people can play football, but they're still, you know, going up against people of a set skill level. You can't just throw together an arbitrary team of players and have a fair game. So I think we should probably have some rules to address that. Maybe something like whenever you score a goal against us, we get to make a new rule that applies to everyone in the game. It's like, okay, you scored a goal. Now the rule is no passing.
0: You can only score with your left foot.
1: Yeah, because then you'd have people getting into their own specialties, like the anime powers, but they'd build their own skill that they want to specialize in. And then trying to get the rules to support the way they play.
2: I like the idea, but the open-endedness of making your own rule is difficult. So how about we have a random table, and whenever you get scored against, you roll on the random table, and that's the rule you get. That's probably better, because I was thinking if you
0: could make up your own rule, you're like 10 goals down, you just go, okay... Now goals are worth 11 points instead of (laughs) one, and you just need to score one to win.
2: (laughs) Or lowest score
0: wins.
1: Yeah, but then they score one against you. I mean, they're already 10 points up, so they're probably just going to score the next one against you, and then you're out, of range.
0: But then you just make it, well, the next one's worth 22 now.
1: (laughs) You know, you just change the
0: rule every time to make the goals worth more. Yeah.
1: Okay, there've got to be some rules about the rules you can make. Which
2: is why we have a random table.
1: Well, maybe you just have a set of pre-approved rules, because the point is to rubber band, and if you're rolling, then you're not rubber band
2: oh i see look well, no, you are if they're all positive for you
1: oh if it's a bonus to your team rather than an equally applicable rule
0: ah uh, or a rule that only affects the enemy team or whatever, whichever way it needs to apply
2: yeah
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, we have a consolation prize deck and you get to draw from that deck whenever they score against you. Yes, effectively. (laughs) That could be quite fun.
2: And if you really want, it can be, you have to have, like, 20 things in there, but you get to pick, what, 20 from a selection of, like, 40. to like, to specialise a bit.
0: There could be a a mini draft in that as well. Both teams bring in, like, 10 things, but you get to ban three of them from your opponent as well, so they can't, like, target you too hard with their rules.
2: See, combining all of the different... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a way to do
3: this. I think we can bring a bit more into this because. because collectible card games are really big. Yeah. So what happens if we sell these boosters that you then build?
0: We can sell loot boxes that you get rules from. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You build your favourite rules out of these boosters.
1: Each team comes in with a collectible deck.
2: Yeah. Football isn't just professional football. We could sell the booster packs to the people who want to play football with their mates.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then gradually, we could make better and better cards at increasingly rare rarities.
2: (laughs) And then we could promise to not ever reprint some of them so that their value continues to climb over time. Fantastic.
0: Oh, my word. And we'll release, like, a new set of rules or whatever every year so
3: that you have to keep up to date with the most recent set. Yeah. There will be power creep, inevitably.
0: Yeah,
2: of course.
3: Our friends at Electronic Arts have really got that one nailed, so I think I'm going to push... one over to them to get that R&D sorted. That's fantastic. More ideas, please.
0: When you mentioned having individual player anime powers, I think that gets complicated when they're attached to players. But what if they were a suit or an item that you could obtain? Mm. And instead of drafting them, you buy them with gold earned by the players during the match. Uh. We already have a fantasy points system that already exists. Yeah. So all we got to do is convert that into gold and all of the players will earn gold based on their performance and could use that to buy these upgrades and items.
1: Well, even better than just the fantasy points, we should have bonus objectives. Like, if you're the goalkeeper, you could leave the goal and go and, like, make some hot dogs and throw them out to the audience (laughs) and win some bonus points. And with that, you're getting a power-up. Yeah, you're leaving the goal empty, but it's a calculated risk. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Actually, there's a point here. You know how the pitch is rectangular, Mm. but you want the viewing experience to be kind of a circle around it? That leaves these kind of, like, curved areas to either side of the pitch to, like, make it more circular, in which you could add a jungle... (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah. And players could go into there and they could fight AI generated monsters to generate more gold. Ah, that's so good.
0: You get more gold for completing these side objectives, like the jungles or the hot dogs, but yeah. you do still gain points through the natural progression of the game through the fantasy points. Yes,
2: of course. Yeah. Sure.
0: So there's that trade-off of like, I can know I can get like my base level items from playing the game, but I could get better items if I'm willing to take some time off from the game. But obviously you're taking the gamble of your opponent scoring while you're not on the pitch. Yeah,
1: so if you can stay in the game.
2: Yeah, and so it depends on how long you leave your best player in the jungle yeah exactly
1: and also you can get items that are like hey every time you score a goal it shortens the game wow so that you're trying to finish it before they have time to finish getting all of their power-ups and come back and win
0: that would need to be quite an expensive item though i feel yeah
1: i think it's not so much an item as it's a scaling power-up so you gradually put points into it
0: oh okay
2: yeah i mean also if you're trying to like have it so that to balance out farming too much in the jungle or doing the side quests you will need to be able to shorten the game potentially rather than an end time point the opposing team has this like structure you're trying to destroy by (laughs) kicking footballs at it And by the time you kick enough footballs at it, it falls down and you win the game.
1: (laughs) And
0: you can buy items to make your footballs do more damage to the structure. Oh, bloody hell. All right, let's drag this back to the world of normality just a little bit. I mentioned encouraging more excitement in the game. Sure. I think one of the most boring parts of the game is when the ball leaves the pitch because the game stops. You have to pick it up, put it in a particular place or throw it back onto the pitch and there's just dead time that no one's interested in. So what if, instead of those off-pitch areas... We just put walls up. That's so it just bounces straight back in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Better than walls, pinball bumpers. Oh. Because <laughs> then you could do sweet tricks, like kicking the ball into there, and it goes Ping! And back out.
2: I mean, you can do sweet tricks with the wall anyway, right?
1: Yeah, but even more so. We could throw a few bumpers into the middle of the pitch as well.
2: Yeah, fair. Maybe you just put bumpers in like specific locations, like in the corners, so that the ball doesn't get stuck in the corner.
1: Mm. Yeah. If
2: you're doing walls, you no longer need the corner rule.
0: I make it a circle.
2: Well, you could make it a circle, or you could now make the corner the zone zone in which you keep the house robots <laughs> and that goes along with the bumpers because they're field hazards and you have the house robots in the corner if the ball gets stuck in there you have to get past the house robot to get the ball back oh dear. and there's some
1: very obvious fire pits but if the house robot grabs you it's taking you to the fire pit
2: yeah oh wow oh no not the fire pit and then we need some judges to like judge the elim- elimination or something <laughs>
0: that is something else I was thinking about speaking of judging the elimination because one of the most boring bits in football are the draws hmm. sure because even when the game's not allowed to go to a draw you end up going to penalties and nobody likes penalties no likes <laughs> penalties Especially as British people, we don't like penalties.
1: I love penalties because it means uh, we never win.
0: I I will cut that, I swear to God.
2: (laughs) We love the first
0: ball. So how do we make the idea of a draw more exciting? Sudden death. Which is a question that I need to look into my notes to find an answer to.
2: (laughs) While you're thinking about that quick, you say you want to increase score. You say that draws aren't exciting. So making goals always score one point is kind of boring. So we have a set of judges to one side. And every time you score, the three judges judge out of 10 how good the goal was and that's how many points it gets you
1: oh. or you have many archways throughout the pitch Yeah. and they come up and it basically says hey if you bring the ball through all of these archways before you score it's worth an extra point
2: oh yeah it gets increased all, like each one because it's
1: more telegraphed but
3: is it that you have to dribble through the archways or you have to like pass it through the archways?
1: The ball has to go through the archways.
3: Okay, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right, they like light up when
0: it's
2: gone through them so it's nice and obvious. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's like racing checkpoints. If
2: you also install the right kind of things on the ball you could have it upgrade in like colour or something to notify that it's gone through enough hoops to be like a extra point ball or so on.
1: And it's only on the opponent's half of the pitch, because then if they get the ball and pass it through one of your hoops, it resets.
2: Oh, like in one direction it goes red, the other direction it goes blue. Or is it more interesting that you upgrade the ball to a double-point ball, and then they take it from you and score?
1: I don't think so. There's a
2: storyline there.
1: Like, I understand what you're saying, but it's already hard to pass it through the hoops.
2: Yeah,
0: I think you would encourage turtling even more than it already exists within the game.
2: Oh, good point, yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, I think you have to be the team that put it through your set of challenge arcs. Yes, fair. Okay.
2: Talk about turtling, how about...
1: Taking a poop on the field.
2: Hello there, it's Editing Eddie here. This is a cheeky
0: mid-episode ad roll where I'd promote our sponsors. If we had any... So for now, I'm just going to use it as a freeform plug zone without any of those noisy nerds to distract me. First and foremost, thank you to anyone who isn't listening to this. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far, by the way. I'd really appreciate it if you shared this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, whoever you think would enjoy it, really. We're still a tiny fish in a massive pond, and even one more person listening to it would be an embarrassingly large increase in our listenership. Second, a quick run through of where you can find all our stuff. These episodes currently post on our website, on most major podcast apps, and on YouTube. It goes onto YouTube about a week after it hits the website and the apps, just so that I've got some time to sort out the video part for YouTube. If this isn't on your preferred podcast platform, by the way, let me know. Hit us up on social media and I can get that sorted out for you. Our website, as previously mentioned, is www.hexagon.com, where we do post the odd article which isn't available anywhere else. I also mentioned our YouTube channel, which is also Hexagorgon. The last thing I'll mention in this section is our Twitch channel, Hexagorgon Live. We stream every Monday and Thursday at the moment, starting around 8pm GMT. Mondays are currently themed as Mystery Mondays, and we're alternating between Outer Wilds Echoes of the Eye and Life is Strange True Colors at the moment. Thursdays are when we play Magic the Gathering, hosted by Jamie. Jamie's really good at explaining what's going on, even if you're a massive noob of the game like I am, so don't let that put you off from tuning in. We also do the occasional Friday on Twitch, but you'll have to pay attention to our socials for that because they're not quite as
2: regular. Right, that's enough of that for now. Let's get back to the show. We've kind of captured some of the games you mentioned in the intro. However... Fortnite and Minecraft have a crafting system for building... You
1: can't see right now, but we all started doing Fortnite dances. Yes, we did. <laughs> really, really well. Super in sync. Everyone did a different dance. I'm doing Orange Cross, Eddie's flossing, and Jamie and Alex are doing two other Fortnite dances.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so they both have crafting systems in them where you can like build walls and buildings to temporarily like defend yourself. Well, Minecraft is more permanent, but in Fortnite, they can be shot down or whatever. That's pretty temporary in Minecraft. You've seen Creepers? Yeah, good. Let's
0: <laughs> add Creepers to (laughs) (laughs)
2: So, we could add a crafting system to allow people to build defences that you can kick down, of course, with the football... And it can become like this homage to the current modern gaming sphere where you have this sort of progression, but if the enemy team beats it down, you lose everything. Or, if you want to go for the Fortnite way, you can build some stupid ramp up into the sky, which you would normally snipe from, but in this case, you dribble the ball (laughs) up the ramp and then you score the goal from like 40 foot in the air.
3: How, in that instance does the ball not get tackled from you? Or are you saying that we have some supporting players that are building whilst we have the attackers who are trying to still attack and stuff?
2: Yeah, we have the supporting players building.
0: It's much like in Fortnite. You can't shoot and build at the same time. So the strategy is to have enough people doing the building and enough doing the football that you can do both effectively.
2: Maybe the builders are a specific set of people on the team, because with current pitch size, we can't have everyone doing this. Yeah.
1: If it's Fortnite-style building, though, then you're just encouraging a class of players who are so good that they can build while they're playing without any degradation in their performance. Yeah. And that's
2: a different set of skilled players to the current people who are doing really well.
1: Yeah, but then it ends up in that same problem place, I think.
2: And to avoid draws that Eddie doesn't like, you can have... The Fortnite shrinking arena. (laughs) So are you saying we start with an
1: incredibly large arena? Yeah. Are the goals on the edges and they gradually move towards the middle?
2: Yeah, the goals on the edges and they shrink to each other, yeah. So Tudor football used to be done between two adjacent villages, and it was that sort of scale. So it's even a callback to the origins of football. Oh, Oh, I like that classic. I think that's quite a good way to do sudden death, actually.
1: Yes.
0: Which I think you dropped earlier.
1: Just gradually crush them with the walls we talked about earlier.
0: Exactly. When you get to full time, the score's a draw, next goal wins, because that's better than penalties, and we'll slowly shrink the arena so that there's less and less space. Yeah.
1: We don't need to make it not end in a draw. We can just make the draw be a bloody death, and then that's a form of entertainment in itself. True, yeah. We will
0: kill one player every minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that stops it getting stale as well, because then when the best player players come up against each other and start to draw they get wiped from the game
0: yeah there's a possibility that they might make an agreement to make sure a goal is scored so they don't get killed
1: there you go yeah and then but then you get the two big ego players who are like i would rather die than let you win
0: yeah
2: then they both die is it more interesting to increase the number of players during sudden death
0: and decrease the pitch size at the same time yeah
1: well actually that brings me on to another one of my uh, balance ideas Rather than the score being how many goals you've scored, every time you score a goal, the team who's just had a goal scored against them gets to bring on another player.
2: From the crowd. From anywhere. (laughs) From the crowd. They have a bench, Jamie. Permanently. They get bought onto the team. They just sign a contract on the spot.
1: (laughs) And then if they score a goal back, they either lose a player or the other team brings on another player. So either we end up with a ridiculously large number of players or we hit an equilibrium where like... Gaining one more player is going to make you win and losing that player is going to make you lose and you bounce back and forth between that point. And thus, the score at the end isn't how many goals were scored, it's how many extra players the team behind needed to find equilibrium. Oh, Oh. so you're like
2: working out how to balance the teams. Yes. But then it's always going to be the same result because of skill levels. Every game ends in a draw. Yeah.
1: Well, so it's giving you a result based on skill levels, but it means the actual game is more interesting because instead of one team just getting whomped, it finds the point where they start being able to win back.
0: You've given me a slightly different idea, which is a bit more technical. So players have a transfer value. It's like the amount that they're evaluated at to be bought by another team.
1: This is cash, right?
0: This is cash monies. So you could introduce like a handicap style system whereby you start with a certain number of goals based on how much lower value your team is compared to your opponents. Like a golf handicap in a way, right? Like I'm this much worse so yeah, i see Yeah, exactly like a golf handicap.
1: Let's not use golf as an example of how to fix football, please. Alright,
0: <laughs> like a Super Smash Brothers handicap. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Except they get lives, uh, goals, yeah, yeah. And so, based on how much more valuable the opposing team is, you start with a certain number of goals, which is equivalent to the cash value worse you are in players that would also help combat the financial fair play thing that you alex
3: fifa have tried to tackle and with mixed degrees of success i will say we have unfortunately this runs into a problem pretty quickly and that is that the financial value is based on the principles of supply and demand yeah you would need a team of evaluators to value every player every season
2: yeah. That sounds like a points buy system. If we value all the players, now you can be given a budget with which to buy your players for your team, and therefore we have different team sizes.
1: <laughs> well, if money is a problem, here's a way to balance that a bit. Every player has to come in wearing additional weights that scale based on their salary. (laughs) So if they get
2: a pay cut mid-match, they get to take some off?
1: No, it has to be set. There are are rules about when you can set and change their contracts.
2: Okay. Football
0: currently has two transfer seasons, so you just make those the time where you can change and set contracts. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's about how much money they've made over the past whatever period. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh man, if we also included like the items or something, removing your weights could be an item that you could buy and then you get the Goku power level moment (laughs) of him removing the weights and suddenly just beating the crap out of everyone
1: else. You just have the star Our player brought in completely weighed down, like lugging in all these weights. And then at some point in the game, they're allowed to drop them. And you're like expecting that big anime reveal. And they're just like... No, mate, I'm really tired. Yeah, I'm
2: just a dude. I've been
1: carrying around more than my own weight this whole time, just <laughs> stepping around the field. Well,
2: that depends on what you want the upper weight to be. Like, some weight on the leg is a lot.
1: Well, I think we decide what the upper weight should be based on how much we want to cap salaries.
2: <laughs> That's not a bad shout. But, like, what you want the maximum weight to be... Because you still want it to be fun, right? You don't want the best two teams to play each other and everyone just be going, like... I'm so slow.
1: I think you do want that. Well,
2: I want that.
1: People would start watching the smaller (laughs) local teams. That's true.
3: Yeah. We do want football to be an aspirational sport. We do want people to go, oh, I can play at my local club level and someday become David Beckham. So I think maybe we need to figure out some way of making sure that this still happens.
2: Just make sure you partner with a training weight company.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know a way to make it aspirational. Add in a set of drinking rules where the better you do, (laughs) the more you have to drink during the game. That way you see a great player do some amazing moves and then you see them get smashed and you're like, wow, I can get smashed too.
3: We are sponsored by too many alcohol companies (laughs) what about teetotalers (laughs) Uh, unfortunately fifa not the most inclusive company
2: no fair (laughs) so
0: teetotalers not really in consideration
3: we're not a company we're a federation of international associations i do apologize (laughs) thank you
1: you're allowed to not drink just if you do something that means you have to drink you get sent off (laughs) <laughs> oh, so you're a place
2: you have players who never intend to score.
1: If you refuse to drink, it's a red card. Wow.
0: It depends on how much drink, right? Once you get up to like a full pint, then you get a red card. Mm.
1: Okay, yeah, it's a yellow card for like a two fingers drink. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay.
3: The problem is, kids do like playing football. <sighs> yeah, that is a point.
1: You're right. Some nauseating medicine, then, instead of <laughs> Oh,
0: dear. I was going to drag it back to the weights thing. Rather than have them literally wearing and lugging around weights, what if you were. Uh...
1: Emotional weight. You really upset them. Isn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> You need to improve the pitches to be some sort of, like, gravity field, because what I'm thinking is they have something attached to the back of them which will slow down their running speed due to the additional friction, and you vary the friction based on the salaries mm. or whatever.
1: I hear gravity field. It makes me think of... Did you ever play the Flash game Gravity Ball? No. It was like Pong back in the day. Okay, before
2: you go down that route, I considered suggesting Zero Grave Football and it reminded me too much of the sport in Final Fantasy X and that thing is awful and we're not doing that. <laughs> this isn't
1: zero G, this is... Um,
2: yeah, additional G is what I'm thinking.
1: You strategically put black holes around the course. Oh, And you use those not to suck things in You
2: slingshot oh. Yeah you have to slingshot
1: and account for those
2: Okay that is kind of cool
1: Well it would be fun at first but then it would become stale Because people would get used to the bending of the ball around So the... you just
2: get really good at physics Unfortunately
3: black hole generators are incredibly expensive
1: Shut up FIFA <laughs> <laughs>
0: What everyone's always wanted to say, but no one's had the money to say it. (laughs) Shut up,
2: FIFA.
1: The black holes. If you wanted to use that, you just need to maybe have them move around the field so it's not a constant something to get you The to.
2: generators are also balls that you can kick.
0: Yeah! <laughs> oh my well, word, they don't score goals, but they
1: do... Affect the play. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you do some great things where someone kicks the ball out towards the corner and they're like, oh, that's not near the goal at all. But someone much faster kicks the black hole towards that so it catches the <laughs> ball you've kicked towards the corner, slingshots it into the goal, and they're totally unprepared.
0: <laughs> it also becomes a strategy to try and kick all the black holes into your opponent. Goal, and then it becomes easier to score. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Bend it like Beckham, too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Bend it like Beckham, and it, we mean time and space.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of adding a 3D, a more 3D than it
2: already is, element to football. You mean 4D? Well, we could go back down to 2D where the ball always has to be in contact with the ground. Okay. And it's much more of a puzzler where you're trying to get it round the opponent's pieces. Uh. Players.
1: Oh, I get what you're saying. Rather than the ball being a free-moving object... You have someone under the pitch with a ball on the end of a stick, and whenever it gets kicked, they run it around to where it should go. (laughs)
0: That's so stupid. If you have the ball made sure it can't leave the pitch, you can then put all the players on sticks, so they have to move with each other in a line.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So I was going to suggest that you need to get their goalkeeper to not be able to go anywhere illegally. And at that point, you say that you've won because your next move would get rid of their goalkeeper. But I do like your stakes idea.
1: But then the audience can crowd around the edges of those poles and help move the players around.
2: (laughs) Audience participation is great. It is, yeah.
1: Here's one other thing that I've thought of. We love sports with the sportiest people we know. Yes. But the problem with sports is that you have to move around and it's a physical game. And even though we love sports, we don't like that. <laughs> Agreed.
0: My biggest problem with sports, the movement.
1: <laughs> yeah, why don't we get rid of the physicality of it and get to use our brains a bit, turn it into a turn-based game. Everyone stands still, and on a turn... They either get to move or the manager gets to move a player. Yeah. And there are rules for like how far you can move based on your position. There are rules about like how often you can use special abilities. That ties in the special abilities we talked about before. But now we don't need genetic modification because we can just change the rules of the turn-based game. Hmm. Yeah.
0: And as Jamie said, when you get to the point where the goalkeeper can't move or be captured, you win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) We've got a technological solution in place that might help quite a lot of these suggestions out. So what we've got is a giant grid, an array of powerful electromagnets underneath the pitch. So if you're wearing metal clothing, we can actually move the electromagnets in such a way to move the players or the ball or anything you like. So I think that can like firstly add some friction and some gravity without needing to wear lots of weight because we can artificially use that with the electromagnets and you can do the turn-based stuff. Like, a lot of stuff can be done with electromagnets.
2: But on that note, surely we could just code it into a computer? Then anyone could play football, not just the best people.
3: Then it's not a
1: sport anymore.
3: Our partners at EA have that license, and we are not giving that up. (laughs) Damn it!
2: I was going to recommend a yearly release and everything.
1: (laughs) The other useful thing about the huge electromagnetic pitch is if we go there to do some financial arrangements... Oh no, we can't take in all of our monitoring equipment.
0: (laughs) Oops. If the digital football was a yearly release, you'd have to make minimal changes every time. Yeah. And just update like the player stats and stuff. That would actually work really well for FIFA's
3: system. No, no, we want big balance patches. We're the big balance <laughs> patch team right here. That does seem likely based on what I know about the PlayStation games. Yeah. 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 So we have, okay, so we try
2: to keep up with EA's toes, got it.
3: Yeah. Their lawyers have said that they have every angle of digital sports covered and we can't get that back. It's actually illegal for us to buy it back from them.
2: Hmm. Right. We're talking about the pitch. Sure. Oh, I've got a pitch about the pitch. Hey. I did notice that Alex said pitch in the intro, but it was a pitches. So it's like, oh yeah, multi-pitch football. No. Um, Ooh, multi-pitch. Right. Oh, no, yeah. Instead, right. 4D
1: time-traveling, 5D time-traveling, 13-dimensional time-traveling football.
2: My actual pitch is each team... Has a themed home terrain that they get to bring and have as their half of the pitch. So you've got like the team that's got like the icy pitch. You've got the team with the water pitch. You've got the team with like the fire pitch, and so on. And then, and your half of the pitch is that. Your opponent's half of the pitch is the other thing. And it takes like home ground to a whole new level because you get to take it with you.
1: Mm -hmm. Actually, I think better than it being your half of the pitch, it should be the opponent's half of the pitch because it stops you putting walls up around your goal.
2: Oh right, I wasn't talking like walls. I was talking like just general terrain, like rather than structure.
3: Obviously, there'll be regulations on what terrain you can have. Yeah. And those regulations will be part of our sales package for this terrain. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because
3: obviously, like Games Workshop, we can sell that terrain to people. Yeah.
1: I think having to attack on your specialty rather than defend could lead to a more interesting play.
3: Actually, yes. I think Bear has a point. Mm. I mean, you can just do both because,
0: you know, at the start of the game, you toss a coin, one team picks whether they're kicking off first or second and one team picks which half they want to play on.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. So
0: by adding the terrain to the pitch, the terrain doesn't swap ends but the teams do at half time yeah Mm. so you both attack and defend your own pitch
3: we also have home and away pitches already so like that balances itself out you have a home game you have an away game
0: okay yeah if you did want it to be two halves of a pitch you could also include the handicap
2: system for every goal that you
0: score the terrain shifts by like 10 percent.
2: oh i like that Although the home pitch being your terrain is interesting because then the fire pitch could be like set in the caldera of a volcano and like the water pitch could be on the beach, slightly submerged. That's really cool, actually.
1: And instead of players, we should have elemental monsters that we keep in these little summoning spheres. (laughs)
0: Balls. (laughs) You kick the ball. A manager gets like one mana per turn, but will increase the amount per (laughs) turn, and they choose which element also (laughs)
3: we could have like a series of tiered pitches that you have for your world tournaments so you can have like in the initial rounds you get the basic pitches and then the pitches get more and more extreme as we go up the pyramid
2: and the finals are on rainbow road
3: (laughs) the finals are on rainbow road and then once you've won the cup you have to be there all the time to defend it yes kind of like a pokemon league champions
0: (laughs) I mean that's sort of what happened before the 1966 world cup that dog found the trophy and it was because they forgot to defend
2: <laughs> so now we're gonna have like corporate espionage between the teams and if they can sneak into the other people's like trophy cabinet and take it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a really good idea just like having spies as an option in football so yeah. like halfway through a game someone takes off their shirt revealing the other team's shirt underneath <laughs> and just turns
3: around and starts playing for the other team hit and roll games are amazing
1: uh, yeah you only feel like 10 players at the start and they're like oh why you only got 10 oh yeah one of our players got a red card in the changing rooms oh fair enough <laughs> (laughs) We lied! They're they're in the audience.
0: Well, they're one of your players the whole time.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, betrayals. You randomly get one of the opponent's team as a traitor at the start of each game.
3: It's the goalie. (laughs) Every player gets handed a (laughs) card at the start. You are the seer. (laughs) One of the things that people really like is reading about EVE Online. Not playing EVE Online, but reading about it. And the corporate espionage that goes on in that is fantastic. So I think if we can bring that into football, that's going to be a winner.
2: As in, like, someone makes a friendship over, like, five years where they become best friends and get to like the second highest position in the other team because they're so trusted and once they're there for one game they turn coat, go back to their original team and then Um, yeah.
3: You can take all the contracts of the players and then you can write Arsenal instead of Man U and then (laughs) suddenly Man U has no players and Arsenal still can't
0: win anything. Got Got him. I don't know. Got (laughs) him.
1: We've borrowed a few ideas here and there. What do you think it would take to make football be played in a cage and instead of players we have rocket-boosted remote control cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's an idea that I was thinking, actually. You put the players in cars. Hmm. <laughs> Top Gear did it, and it was super popular, so it must be good Fair. at an improvement on football.
1: <laughs> Robot Wars did it as well, back in the first season. That's a callback.
2: Yeah, the first season was really weird.
1: Back in season one, they had actual games and trials for the robots before it became just battling.
2: Yeah, they brought that back for... They made a new show that was like a robotic Olympics. Very cool. So now we just get Razor in, and Razor just gets the ball, and... (laughs)
1: <laughs> well
2: I guess games off boys
1: I love the idea of like you kick your ball over the fence And you're like mister can we have our ball back And it's just Razor from Roblox
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's also give me a really stupid idea Of just you play with a kid's ball And the game
2: ends when he has to go for dinner <laughs>
0: The game might last 20 minutes. It might last three hours. You don't know.
2: <laughs> I like that variable game length is really interesting. You don't know whether turtling's a good idea because you don't know how if it might take forever and they might get there. Or if it's a good idea because it's going to be short. Yeah, will they tire themselves out or are you going to just lose? This really helps out
3: things like cricket Well, it's like, oh sorry, you can't watch anything else on TV this week because the cricket went on a bit long.
0: <laughs> now the football might go on a bit long, we don't know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cricket's quite an extreme outlier. I don't think we want matches to last five days and there to be no winner at the end of the five-day match
1: (laughs) yeah that's fair look if we're trying to make the game better we shouldn't be borrowing from golf baseball or cricket
3: (laughs) i don't know like little clubs that you can put in and get the ball if you manage to hit the ball in through like a course
2: (laughs) sounds pretty fun
1: Crazy golf,
2: hell yeah. I thought you were going for a croquet. So we slow the game down. The one person on the other team who can use their hands throws the ball at you. You kick it and then it goes far away and you've got to run around the pitch before the other team get the ball back to stop
0: you. <laughs> well, the person who can use their hands throws it at the other team and if they get hit, they're out oh yeah those ones yes
1: you mentioned croquet we should arm all the players with wooden hammers With
0: flamingos you're right
1: <laughs> but yeah if we armored up the players and made it a big melee equip them with medieval weaponry you know they get to choose different styles of weapons to try and beat each other yeah
2: when i was mentioning tudor football i was thinking about that because tudor football often involved violence however as mentioned earlier we want to keep violence in the rugby form. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this is
3: actually straying into brookie and ultra cricket territory as well yeah
0: you could also adapt it if you wanted to avoid the violence with, like, giving every player the same type of stick. It would be, like, I don't know, curved, a bit like a walking stick, but probably flat on one side. They make the ball smaller so that it can function with the stick properly.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And
0: then you use that instead of your feet or whatever. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And we'll add a complex arrangement of long corners and short corners for depending on where the <laughs> ball goes.
2: <laughs> on that point, we mentioned terrain earlier. If you're going in that direction, surely it's really interesting if the surface is different, because the ball's going to be, like, skittering along it. So you could make the is ice oh and then put everyone on ice skates oh i was thinking like astroturf but ice is good
1: yeah i would genuinely be interested in seeing normal football on ice with ice skates yeah you know there'd (laughs) there'd probably be a lot of slipping and falling over because the thing they have to use to hit the ball is also the basis of their movement (laughs) (laughs) but they're still sliding as they do a kick so it's not like (laughs) normal football where you've got the normal ground
3: yeah you won't be able to balance as easily that's really funny We could go back to that point by system you had, so you can choose your footwear. So you can have ice skates, or you can have a horse Or you can have like a BMX
0: (laughs) Oh, you mentioned horse, I was going to mention horse I was like, instead of cars, because we've already done cars We put all the players on horses And the horses play football And the players are just the riders
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or we could put people on a horse And give them wooden hammers Yeah,
0: you can't reach the ball otherwise (laughs) No, 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 you just make it a big exercise ball The horses just kick it
1: (laughs) (laughs) So wait, let's revisit the zero gravity football Sure No. Just give every player a fire extinguisher and put them in zero g to play football
2: okay that's better
0: oh get them to reenact one of those scenes in wally yeah
2: <laughs> okay i'll allow that that's not too much like um oh i can't even remember the name of the game i hated it so much i just purged it from my memory
1: if everyone had a limited amount of fuel as well for like a certain time period then there could be a real strategy with trying to like yeah, definitely have players get the other team to overuse their fuel and then be left with an advantage
0: you get a specific amount at half time
1: or every goal potentially
0: I think if you do it half time because that makes the substitutes interesting as well because like you want to make sure you use enough fuel that you're getting your full top up at half time but you don't want to use so much that you're going to run out and
3: force your manager to sub more than he wants to so on and so forth yeah we can have the game last shorter so you've got a little bit of fuel maybe you can use like oxygen as repellent you've only got like 22 minutes to
1: play the whole game
0: yeah oh, okay And if nobody wins during that 22 minutes, you just start the match again from where everybody started. Yeah, because it's so short, you can do that now.
1: Or you have like a fixed thruster and then a certain amount of boost. So like you can always thrust at lower speeds, but you can use your fire extinguisher for additional propellant.
2: Oh, because you don't want like 10 minutes in that everyone's overexpended themselves.
1: Apart from one player who's managed to wait it out and they just get to score over and over.
2: That's part of the challenge.
1: I think it is fun to get someone to score a goal off of that, but then to have the remaining 10 minutes of the match, just them slowly drifting around and picking up the ball and scoring over and over.
3: Oh, right. What if, instead of being limited by boost, if you do boost, you make a giant space anglerfish eat you?
1: <laughs> oh, if you boost, you die at the end of the game, yeah. yeah
0: but you they go at a certain speed, or the anglerfish will chase you down. You make too much noise. And that means, like, you can't go, pass the ball to,
2: oh no. <laughs> it's okay, just turn off your torch.
1: Normal football should have, like, hey, until the end of the match, you can double your skills and stats but then you die. <laughs> what?
2: I mean, I do like the idea of that to make it more doable. You get removed from being able to play football for the rest of the- Your football career is over. Wow, brutal.
1: Yeah, you get a permanent ban.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Like, skip the next match, sure, but permanent, wow. Actually, yeah, okay. You can get power upgrades. Okay,
1: player gets a time stop or other power upgrades. You're like, time stop, everyone else has to stop. And you get like a 30 seconds of being able to move on your own, but then you get a red card. You always get a red card after you use a power upgrade.
3: Narratively, that has to only happen at the end of an arc. (sighs) Oh, the end of a match. Perfect. Everyone would
2: just use it at the end,
0: wouldn't they? It would be just a mad dash in the last 30 seconds there'd be no point using it
2: earlier because you get a red card unless rather than a red card they have cooldowns like this is really good so I have to wait three more matches yeah Yeah, I like that
0: I liked Alex's idea of just making the matches shorter. No other changes. Just make it shorter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 22 minutes. Done. Just condensed. You encourage more exciting football by making there less time for the football, so like, you have to make all your good plays immediately.
2: We're doing bits, and that is just genuinely an interesting idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it is, actually.
1: Rather than ending the game after a fixed time, it should end when all of the terraforming parameters are complete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the problems with football is the fans. Super hard fans can be problematic.
3: Specifically the English ones.
0: I did mention the racism earlier so yes.
1: Yeah. So, why don't we have both of the teams come in in like masked up in the same outfit? You don't know which team is which. You just enjoy the game. They're marked so you can tell.
0: Right, they have different colours on, but they're randomised colours. Well, each team is a randomised colour.
1: Yeah, but you can't tell which player is which. You can't tell which team is which. You just have to enjoy the game, and then you find out which team won after.
2: (laughs) That would be more of an explosion of thing, because all of the pent-up, like, what happened bursts when it's revealed. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think it would be the opposite. I think it could go both ways. I
3: think it might cause some fights right at the end of the game that we probably don't want to do with
1: okay you don't tell them at the end of the game you tell them a day later
3: (laughs) they've gone home yes to be like completely honest
0: one of the things that gets football fans so hyped is having a team to rally behind taking that away from them reduces the
2: enthusiasm for the sport great (laughs) (laughs) or how about we have a global pandemic that means that the football has to be played without crowds
0: (laughs) i have genuinely started like watching just the highlights of football matches because that's the best way to watch it. Like, it's five minutes of all the good bits, and, like, great.
3: Yeah. So I've just got that team's notification that said there's only a few minutes left in the meeting, so we are going to have to wrap it up pretty quickly. Okay. Do we have any more ideas just before we go to the judging?
1: No. no I don't think no? so. No, no, okay.
3: Think I'm very surprised none of you mentioned multi-ball.
1: Well, I mean, uh, of so course. Yeah, Isn't that already part, part of football? football?
3: Right. So with the answers you've actually given, instead of the canonically correct answer, which is, of course, multi-ball. I think he's got to go with this jungling. I think just adding some extra things to the
2: game.
1: Adding neutrals to football. Yeah, neutrals. <laughs> and they get pulled from the audience at the start of the match.
2: Wearing <laughs> mascot costumes.
1: Yeah, no, you look like an exciting fan. Come and be a neutral for this match.
2: Quick, put on this lizard costume. We are on change freeze for
3: new ideas now, unfortunately. <laughs> you have pitched the idea, and that has won. <laughs> Play-
1: now we got to oh, Jamie won the game Jamie won
2: the game <laughs> oh is game. that I, I don't know what we're Jamie, meant to do here we love you Jamie
1: we do I <laughs> we have no Jamie. idea what's
2: going we're, on oh Oh, I like that song. Oh, sweet. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Congratulations, Jamie. I've never won anything before. From our prize pack, you've won a six pack of football stickers. Oh, Whoa! yes. That's 30 the stickers in total. They're the 2020 stickers. edition and they're one £1.62 value. So I hope you enjoy those.
2: Wait, wait, what? But I-, I started collecting this year. Goodbye. Football's
0: getting patched, getting <laughs>
2: patched.
0: Thanks for listening. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, your best bet is to follow us on social media. We're at Hexagorgon on Twitter, and we're Hexagorgon FB, no spaces, on Facebook. And if you'd like to support us, financially, you could either donate to our Ko-Fi, which is Hexagoron, or subscribe to us on Twitch if that's more your speed, which is Hexagoron Live. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll see us. Well, not see, exactly. Ah, you get the idea.
3: Uh, so congratulations, Jamie! Uh, from our prize package, you've won a six-pack of football stickers.
2: Oh, I like that's, collecting that's
3: things. Thirty stickers in total, one oh, wow. value. They're the 2022 edition. So uh, wait, what? So, oh, fuck! The 2022
2: edition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 2022.
3: <Future stickers. laughs> let's go.